me. I got to get this right. And why should the voters believe that you can win the national election? I was a Democratic caucus. You ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. <laughs> a damn liar, man. That's not true. And no one has ever said that. No man has a right to raise a hand to a woman in anger. And so we have to just change the culture, period. And keep punching at it and punching at it and punching at it. If you want to check my shape on let's do push-ups together, man. Let's do, let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. It is important that I went to bat and spoken, but look. Get your work straight, Jack. I'm Jill Biden's husband. I work for Cedric Richmond. Are you joking? No. Granddaughters not only love their dads, their grandpas, they always like them, and that's the great thing. Thank you, baby. Thanks. I want you to meet Finnegan. Welcome back. It's just too easy. <laughs> Joe Biden. Uh, today I'm going to talk with you guys a little bit about uh, Joe Biden's whole coronavirus plan. The coronavirus and how he intends to magically stop it. At the DNC, during his speech, he basically acted as if he had some type of a magic switch that could just turn it off. So... I'm going to go over some of his switch-turning policies that he's saying, as well as the impact that they would have or have already had on America. Um, Real quick, I don't know if anybody watched the DNC. I watched quite a bit of it, and it was, uh, you know, gloom and doom and orange man bad. Uh, I did watch the opening last night to the RNC, and I got to say, The two productions are worlds apart, and the messages equally are worlds apart. One is very dark, and one is very hopeful. So uh, Friday, I'm going to probably do a recap of the entire RNC, so I don't really plan on getting a whole lot into that right now. Uh, But I do want to get into some of Mr. Biden's proposed policies if he was to be elected. God forbid that happens. I think coronavirus is literally the least of our problems. Um, He put out a plan on his website for him and uh, Harris and detailed out a ton of, it's a bunch of nonsense, but a ton of stuff that they're going to supposedly do to combat the virus. And you're going to notice as I'm reading some of these off, they might seem a little bit familiar I'm just going to throw that out there. It's a high possibility. You guys are all smart people. I'm sure you'll see what I mean. So, Mr. Biden is going to make a decisive public health response that ensures a wide availability of free testing. I don't know, but it just, it's got this familiar feel to it. I I don't know if you're starting to feel it already, but we'll just keep going. You, You tell me. Uh, the elimination of all cost barriers to prevent care and treatment for COVID-19, the development of a vaccine, and the full deployment and operation of necessary supplies, personnel, and facilities. (laughs) A divisive economic 
response that starts with emergency paid leave for all those affected by the outbreak and gives all necessary help to workers, families, and small businesses that are hit hard by this crisis. Make no mistake, this will require an immediate set of ambitious and progressive economic measures and further decisive action to address the larger macroeconomic shock from this outbreak. My goodness, that doesn't sound socialist at all. And uh, as far as the first part goes, yeah, I'm not sure whether he actually had a conversation with Trump or maybe he just, you know, went over and plagiarized the entire plan from Trump. But everything that he is already saying he's going to put in place is already in place. That's about how smart that is. Let's continue on. Biden believes we must spend whatever it takes without delay to meet public health needs and to deal with the mounting economic consequences. The federal government must act swiftly and aggressively to help protect and support our families, small businesses, first responders, and caregivers essential to help us face this challenge. Those who are most vulnerable to health and economic impacts and our border communities not to blame others or bail out corporations. Yeah, okay. Uh, Help lead the Obama-Biden administration effective response to the 2009 H1N1 pandemic and the 2014 Ebola pandemic. So what I get out of that is you're going to basically implement the same type of policies you did with the H1N1. Uh, Joe, in case you missed it, 60 million people contracted H1N1 and it got to the point it was so bad and you guys were taking so much heat you stopped testing. We're nowhere near that number and we're shut down. We're nowhere near that number and we're wearing masks. We're nowhere near that number and you have everyone hiding in their homes. Why didn't you and Obama do it during the uh, H1N1 Joe? You guys are so, man, (laughs) you guys, (laughs) yeah, dirtbags. Let's continue on. This one's got to be my favorite one. Stop the political theater and the willful misinformation that has heightened the confusion and discrimination. You have got to be kidding me. Of all people, you are going to try to blame The Trump administration for causing mass panic. The liberals who silence any doctor that comes on any type of a platform and explains how masks are useless, how it's not as deadly or as catchy as they are being told by your crooked fake news media. Come on, man. That that is just, you guys are just the pits. Shameful. Shame on you, Joe. Shame on Barack. Shame on all of you liberal weirdos. You're going to ensure that the public health decisions are made by the public health professionals and not politicians. Did you not watch every single day when Fauci was the one up there talking why everybody in America hates him so much right now? Okay, Trump stepped back and allowed your people to do your bidding. 
just because he may have suggested a drug that shows high potential is an extremely safe drug, been around for half a century or more, and has proven in many trials that it works and you didn't like it because it goes against your narrative of keeping us all locked down to win this election does not mean that Trump was trying to politicize it or make his own decisions, okay? So you guys really need to come correct with that. You need to get with your staff and have a little talk with them about plagiarizing. And literally, you guys do what you always do. Whatever you're doing wrong, you always blame the other person for doing the exact same thing. Kind of like how Hillary was the one who was actually conspiring with the Russians, but yet you guys turned it around and tried to say it was Trump. Yeah, you don't think we're onto your game? We're not as dumb as you think we are. Your side of the aisle might be, but my side of the aisle is not. You're going to make testing widely available and free. Ensure that every person who needs a test can get one and that testing for those who need it is free. Are you kidding me? It's been that way the whole time. What, what, are, you, what are we talking about here, man? You're going to establish at least 10 mobile testing sites and drive through facilities per state to speed testing and protect healthcare workers. I can promise you where I live, there's at least 10 in my county. That's how good my governor is. Okay, so your whole 10 per state, <laughs> you know, there's some big states. Okay, if you're if you're in Texas and you're at the real bottom there and one of the drive throughs all the way at the top, that's a long drive feeling not too great just to get someone to stick a swab up your nose and tickle your brain. You're going to support older adults, vulnerable individuals, and people with disabilities, and you're going to protect healthcare workers, first responders, assisted living staff, <laughs> and frontline workers. You know what? And who are you going to put in charge of that, Cuomo? Is Cuomo going to be the one overseeing that part of it? Because he, he did a great job in New York. Florida has a higher population than New York, and we have one-third the death rate. Why? Because, again, our governor protected our nursing homes. He protected the vulnerable and, dis- and disabled. So, what are you talking about here? What I, I can't even read this anymore. My God. The lies that these people tell, the stories... It is really simply something to marvel at. And this goes on and on and on. I mean, this was like 25 pages long, all about his COVID plan, and it's lie after lie. And if it's not a lie, we're already doing it. Uh, Some of the other things in there are really geared toward, you just got to look at the wording. They want to push their progressive socialist agenda using COVID as the driving force behind it. I don't know about you, I'm not too enthusiastic about being socialist. One key component to being socialist is dependency. Okay, so if the more dependent you are, the easier it is for them to convince you you need them. And one of the easiest ways to do that is simply this. I'll let them tell you, not me. I would be prepared to do whatever it takes to save lives because we cannot get the country moving until we control the virus. 
That is the fundamental flaw of this administration's thinking to begin with. In order to keep the country running and moving and the economy growing and people employed, you have to fix the virus. You have to deal with the virus. So if the scientists say, shut it down? I would shut it down. I would listen to the scientists. He would shut it down. Also, he would mandate that the entire United States wear masks. So if you're against masks like I am, uh, you'd be stuck wearing those as well. But he would shut it down, huh? A second shutdown. Well, let's go over a few statistics that are real. There are 100,000 small businesses that have been shut down permanently since the pandemic escalated and they shut us down in March the first time. Closed permanently, not to open. These are entrepreneurs, true Americans that went out, put their hard-earned money and invested it into themselves and their own companies, they've lost everything. They've lost their income, their way of life, their business, everything. Anybody else who's just barely hanging on, who just made it through the first shutdown and now you're maybe just kind of getting back to where you're paying your bills and you're getting caught up and you're not really turning a big profit because everybody's still crippled a little bit, but maybe you're just getting caught up, you elect Joe Biden, kiss that goodbye because that little bit of hope you see, that little glimmer of light is going to be gone. He's going to shut you down forever. I can't even imagine the people of New York, they live on mom and pop joints. That's their big thing. You go to a little corner store that's been owned by this little Italian family that makes the best bread in the world and you can get the best uh, pasta and sauces and you can get all the best you know Italian cookies over there and it's a, oh, who knows, a 100-year-old recipe and that's it it's gone they're gone their family's on the bread line next week that's what joe wants to do but it makes perfect sense it really does if you want to be socialist this is how you get people to depend on you you make them need you if they can cripple us and they can shut you all down. There are no jobs to be had. And even if there are, there are so many people fighting for them. Good luck getting one. It's going to take a while till enough jobs are created where you can get back on track. So they shut you down. They get that dependency. And then you're a slave to the machine. Then they can start bending and twisting everything and they can start moving it, really pushing hard for their socialist agenda and there's not a whole lot you can do to stop it because God knows why, but they hate capitalism. It's so evil. James Hammond, quote, we're going to see a level of bankrupt activity that nobody in business has ever seen in their lifetime if this man shuts us down again. I don't know about you, I didn't like getting shut down the first time. I don't think shutdowns work, and I sure as heck don't want to get shut down again, and I won't tolerate it. This is really all the leftist, elite, global, communistic game they're trying to play. If you can cripple America, you can take down anybody. We're, we're the big ones. So we go down, you know, everybody sinks with the ship. They're pushing hard, and they want it. This November is going to be the deciding factor. It's either stand with Trump for hope, promise, pride, and the American way, or you pull for the left, which is hatred, darkness, and despair. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There is no middle ground anymore. 
Right now, we are in the fight of our time. They have laid out their plan. They are crystal clear about it. COVID is one big way of them getting to their ultimate goal. Um, Most recently, the whole vaccine, the World Health Organization comes out and says that if a vaccine does come out, it may not be permanent. Well, what the hell are you making a vaccine for then? What's the point? Then better off that you make treatments that ease the symptoms so it's no different than getting anything else you'd catch. And you get sick, you go to the doctor, he gives you a prescription of you know hydroxy, and uh, you go home with a Z-Pak hydroxy and some zinc and call it a day. I mean, if we're not going to invent something, we're not going to create something that's a good enough to one shot and done, or maybe like a tetanus shot, you have to take it every few years, then what are we wasting our time for? I don't trust it anyways. It takes these guys years, sometimes decades, to create a vaccine. And they're pumping one out in eight months to a year? Yeah, I don't know about that. And also, there's too many big players involved standing to make too much money. And although... I know that money is the driving factor for any type of drugs that we have taken and they've approved through the uh, FDA and everything. But still, you're talking about a vaccine that's going to vaccinate the entire globe. So whoever invents this will probably become literally the richest person on the planet. So that, that being a big driving factor, not necessarily caring about the virus, but just caring about the money part of it, leads me to believe they will cut corners and do whatever's necessary just to be the first one to the finish line. I don't know, side note, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie, I Am Legend, but I'm starting to have that kind of a feel where we're all, we're all going to take it and something bad's going to happen. I'm not saying I believe in you know zombies or whatever they turned into, but... something similar is going to happen. Like we're all going to start dropping like flies or the reason that like in Washington, they're calling for mandatory. You're going to have to take it or they'll fine you or possibly arrest you or whatnot. Um, Maybe there's some type of tracking device. I'm not, you know, again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it's just awkward that you can not vaccinate your children legally by law, but you're going to, make that one particular vaccine mandatory. So either A, you can try it and it doesn't hold up in court, or B, there's something bigger afoot here and it just hasn't revealed itself enough to us yet to figure out what's really going on. But Joe Biden's whole plan sucks. It's copied from Trump and it's already being done and Trump has done an excellent job. The whole virus thing in the beginning, he was a believer He felt like, let me do the right thing, even though you could tell. And I watched those daily updates every day. He did not agree with these people. You could tell it was against his better judgment. But nonetheless, he let them set the stage because you know what would happen if, God forbid, he didn't go with the scientists and the doctors and did his own thing, he'd have been crucified. I mean, they even tried to make it when he was making a reference or he was making a joke about, you know, bleach or whatnot, and they're, oh, Trump, President Trump says you should inject bleach. And people are dying because he says you should inject bleach. It's like, come on, guys. You know what? Uh, I don't know who the heck believes these guys, but you got to be some special kind of stupid to actually believe 
somebody if they really did say to inject bleach and you actually would go do it. You you got to be dumb, just dumb. I mean, there's no better way to say it. That is one of the best words for me. I love that word because it's it's so universal. Inject bleach, dumb. Joe Biden, dumb. Kamala Harris, dumb. The DNC last week, dumb. It just works for anything, man. It's great. Use it a few times yourself. Develop your own way to say it. Believe me, it, it really is a good stress reliever. Because sometimes people say something, you can just look at them and just go, dumb. They ain't even got to say no more. Generally, it'll be an eruption of laughter of anybody else that's around you. And it'll probably improve your mood since you just lost some time of your life you'll never get back. Um, but that is Joe Biden's big plan. Plagiarism to the highest extent. Basically, he's not going to do anything different than Trump's doing, except he's going to twist it and bend it so he could just jam his socialist ideology in there so they could try to take over the United States and basically turn us into the next Nazi Germany. And uh, as far as jobs go, you saw that one. You'll be uh, on the bread line with everybody else, and that'll be a shame. There's so many great small businesses out there, all these guys and gals that work real hard to develop their own little niche in life and really provide you with great services and help build up the communities. I mean, I just don't get it why you would want to destroy that, but I'm not a liberal, so I don't truly understand their thought process, thankfully so. That'll pretty much do it for this episode. Please follow me on Twitter. Uh, check me out on Parlor Joe Little. Twitter is at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. Gmail the same. And uh, tell your friends, family, keep on listening. If you have any questions, concerns, complaints, praises, hit me on any of those. I'll be more than happy to uh, address them. Have a good night. <laughs>